What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Oblivious Games, the show that loves destiny. This is episode 34, and I'm one of your hosts, Jay Johnson. And joining me, as always, is my co-host, LaQuinza Gooby Goob Morgan. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Coming up on today's show, Sony is out of pocket and increasing the price of the PS5. We look at Bungie's newest expansion, Lightfall. And we also got some other news for you. All that more coming up on today's show. But first off, you know how we do. Let's check in with my co-host, Gooby Goob. How's it going, Big Dog? You know, man, no complaints over here, man. You know, just, you know, parenting and gaming. You know, regular, everyday shit, you dig? Same old, same old, as they say. Oh, yeah. Nothing changed, different shit. Same day. Or the same I, day, different shit. I think uh, K-Dot has the great line, shit don't Ooh. change. Uh, Kendrick, uh, Kung Fu mm. Kenny. He says, uh, shit don't change unless you wipe, get up and wipe your ass, I think is what he says. There says. you go. That's right. Kung Fu Kenny with the knowledge. Shout out. Yeah. He's on his tour right now. His uh, The world tour? Yeah. World tour. It's the what's mm. the, um, I always mess up the album name. The Big Steppers. Yeah. So, big Steppers. So, the, the Big Steppers. Yeah. 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 It's a good album. It's a good album. Did you, have you listened to it yet? Yeah. I love it. It's a very, very good album. Very poignant, as Kendrick is wont to do. Yeah, that was some names always kill me, though. <laughs> I think it was it Miss Morale and the Big Step. That's yeah, that's the one. Miss Morale and the Big Step. Yeah, the name, man. <laughs> like what? How to pimp a butterfly? What else? No, uh, to pimp a butterfly. Uh, yeah, good kid, up. man. Said it was was uh, was was really good. Uh, and then the, un- the untitled album that one was very experimental, but. Uh, all of them were very, very good productions of music. Yeah, dude's dude's the goat out here, man. He's killing oh, it. He, hands down. Since he's been in the game, I feel like uh, since Section Eighty, he's been he's been just going for it. Like that's probably one of my favorites. Either section between Section Eighty and Tomato Butterfly, because I love I love Parliament, I love P Funk, I love that shit like that. Um, you know George Carlin, all that shit. So Tomato Butterfly is like up there for me. But Section Eighty is also just a number pops on there. So yeah. See, like I mean, I just like how he. You come out with the album, right? Like everybody want to come out with an album every year to stay relevant. You know, I feel like he'd be in the studio working it. You know, every couple of years he'd drop one. You know, so I, I much rather prefer a quality body of work. And you know, just like yeah, I mean, granted, like I'm pretty sure I, I think I heard um see somebody I noticed that they got like gigabytes of like un like unreleased songs, um, mm. but like. That's probably, that's probably like a a one off, right? But I just hate when people just like every year come out with an album, just like, bro, like, ain't no way you you like put your heart and soul into that, right? You know, so but I can't, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna remember who I remember who said that. Oh, wait, you Snoop Dogg? It wasn't, it wasn't DMX. Somebody else. It'll come to him. It'll come to him. That's something I always think about too, man. Cause I mean, you're right. Like I, I do like the Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes. Okay, yeah. Well, I can see it though, because I mean, you you see these guys out here, they're putting right. these records, but you know, they they got to be writing all the time, even if they don't have a full project in mind, they still got to be working their brain and such. And I mean, I know you right. got to go on tour and all that shit like that, but I would imagine if you're that kind of poet, you're that kind of person, you're you've just got ciphers 
as it were, just all the True. time. But I agree with you. I would like for you to hang on to it, to put a project together. Because I think that's what what Kendrick did so well was like he, you know, he made he made um just these pieces of art that were just bigger than just any individual song. Like, I mean, Good Kid, Mad City with all the interludes and just a story he was God, telling so about good. himself. You know, it's like that. Mm. That's the kind of shit you want to like live in because you get that album and you play it front to back and you don't do any skips and it's like you're really there with him. And I think that that's what makes it all worth it. So same thing with this one with Miss Morale and the, um, the Big Steppers. Like it's a, it is an experience front to back for sure. Oh, hands down. Is that our spinoff podcast, Goober? Are we doing are we doing album reviews out here? <laughs> I mean, we could, you know. You let me know. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we might have to do that. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go on his. Uh, I don't really go to see people, but he's been doing a cool tour. Kendrick, he's doing like magic mm. tricks, and he's got like a fucking marionette out there on stage. So, okay, it does right. kind of I mean, interest I'll me. I'd be down little. for that. I mean, you know, I, I'd be interested. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Well. Uh. Yeah. Well. Thank you for joining us. This is Oblivious Games. It is a, a gaming podcast and not a music review podcast. We come to you. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Every so often, and talk about the gaming news and uh, everything that you would like to hear about it. Well, we would like to hear about it that we tell to you. So, if you listen to us on whatever podcast series, like give us a review, give us a like out there, and help us hit up the algorithm so we can get uh, seen and get known. If you have someone who likes games, share. I'll share our stuff with you. So yeah, Warriors, I guess uh, we're going to chill and open up the show as we do and just uh, kind of kick back, man. What you've been playing so far uh, out here uh, since the last time we recorded? Man, same shit, different day. <laughs> Destiny. That, that means Destiny, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Destiny. I, I did start Gardens and Galaxy. I mean, I didn't get too far in. Maybe Let's like, go. Maybe like a couple hours in. So I'll probably go back to that. Um because Destiny season seems like it might be pretty pretty slow going. Mm, season of the uh, plunder. Yeah, yeah. So um, probably go back to gardens, but I do probably want, I probably want to go back to seafood. I kind of want to finish that one. Yeah. So I'll finish that one out. But that's really you know all we've been all we've been jamming is you know Destiny, raiding, uh, and doing a little bit of guardian. So, but we'll see. We'll, we'll hopefully we'll change it up um, next few weeks or so. It should. Uh, after I do these little challenges and shit, you know, we, yeah. we can move on, move on to something else. Well, let's hear about it because I've been dying. I haven't really talked to you about um, the raid specifically, King's Fall. I'm sure it has to be on the show, but you've been talking a lot of mad shit about everyone's mm-hmm. favorite raid, King's Fall, out here. But I've been watching. I've been in the wings just watching and creeping. I've been seeing you play it. I think you've got, what, I think four or five clears so far. And you told me that it is better than it was. So please talk to us a little bit about King's Fall as it has been introduced into season of the plunder now i want to put this here because i think seasonal plunder is worth being talked about by itself because we're going to get to the news where we talk about beyond light and what's coming next i think that'd be its own mm. bigger and better topic so we'll squeeze uh your time with um seasonal plunder but specifically with king's fall raid right here um i mean i think it is definitely a better it's a better experience right um Destiny one version was you just kind of just stand on plates the entire time. Every, every encounter, like <laughs> pe- people, you know, they just like, no, you didn't, but you re- you did. Um, at, at the totems encounter, you know, you just stand there, you go get the thing, you come back, you stand on the thing, you come back, you know, six times and you, and you move on. Right. But this one has everybody, everybody's participating. So it, That's good. it's, um, it's much better. Uh, it, it works like 
much better like a like a teamwork aspect, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like how a raid should be. Um, you know, the hardest part of the raid probably I probably say War Priest, right? Um, he's the first boss encounter. He has like so much health. Um, that's usually where teams fail it and you know, the <laughs> frustration starts to like, you know, seek in. But it's it's super early on. So um it, which is nice, you know, it's nice having a challenge. It used to be one person could read all the plays, you know, you hop on which ones you needed to, whatever. But, you know, now it's like you have to do it individually, right? Um, one person hops on to see what it is. Then you jump on a plate and then they'll tell other people where to go, you know. Granted, still plates. Um, you but, have to get the sword to DPS the warpriest, right? He's at the He's in the front of the room or whatever it is. Yeah, in front, but I mean, you can sword him if you want, but I mean, I don't, I don't sword him. Mm. Um, you know, but it's just, you know, wherever the last, so you know, you got three plates, right? Whichever one is last will be where the uh, damage will start at. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And then, so it's a new mechanic where you steal, um, like a brand from the one player. So you know, you'll kill a knight and you want to stand. It used to be where you. You would need to kill an ad to continue the DPS, but it's different. It's like a knight spawns, and you have to go and steal it to keep your teammate from dying. Mm. So it's it's much more involved instead of just because you usually can manipulate it to where like the person who knew everything could just do it all for you. Sure. Um, and I really hate I, I really hate when you know rage are like that. I have nothing against them. If you want to do a fast one, then that's fine. But you know it it just sucks for you know if you plan a raid and you just want to hop in, but like you only can do like ad clear and you know like you really can't help anybody you know outside of yourself but i will say if anybody asks me what i mean i could do all everything but if anybody asks me what i would like I already to do, know. I would always say ad clear <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm not gonna make my life harder just you know right to, you know just to put on a, a front for for you know uh anybody else but um it's very interactive you know especially in the orcs orcs has like an actual damage phase right you couldn't in D1, you couldn't damage him. The only thing you could do is mm-hmm. like set the bombs off and then take him to like final stand, you know. But uh, this one, when you detonate the bomb, you can go into DPS and, you know, one phase, two phase them. But uh, it's nice. It's, it, you know, and it, you know, randomly takes people. Once again, people can manipulate who would, who would be taken. So, you know, everybody would die beforehand. So they're sure that person would get it and everybody just respawn. So, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's random now, but I mean, it's fun. I think it's, it's much better, much better race. Probably still, I mean, I don't know, like, and it's still ain't even in my top five, but you know, it's, yeah. it's a good raid though. Yeah. I'm excited to get into it next week. Hopefully with you guys on some kind of an easier run, just because I want to get the gear. Oh, yeah. I want the Titan gear. I don't want the weapons. All the weapons look super dope. They got like, I feel like everything's more pink now. Like it was always fleshy. Like the yeah, weapons were bone pink. and fleshy, but it's more mm-hmm. pink now, I feel like, which is cool. And it's like got this glowing thing happening. So um, definitely up my alley. I, have you ever run a raid? Because it's so funny because raids are, si- are a six person event and yeah. each fire team is a fire team of three people. We have our fire team. Usually we haven't been on as much lately, but it's me, you and Temp. Um, but I'm wondering, have you ever played a, a raid with you had three people that were your people and then another three people that had their own people like two fire teams or has it always been like a mixed match of one person here two people here whatever whatever it is yeah i've done it before i mean mm. but uh it, it that that is a lot smoother than most of the time um because you know those people 
know each other, right? They know mm-hmm. what they're doing. Um, the the ones that are harder is when you have like one addition, like you know, you have five people and you add somebody who is like off of LFG. Which LFG? I have no beef with LFG. You know, I just the biggest thing about you know LFG is you know just being honest. You know what I'm saying? And like if you don't know what to do, just ask somebody because communication is key. Yeah, you're just gonna sit there and you're gonna just like continue, just like you know go knock your head upside the wall and then you're going to be here two hours later and just wondering what's going on. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've done it that way. I mean, you know, like me, you, I don't know, man, maybe, maybe me to, uh, a couple of dudes from the clan, you know, we'll, you know, if we need other people, we'll, we'll just LFG. Right. Granted, a lot, a lot of them in the clan, but like, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not as bad, you know, it's just like, cause like five people plus an extra one, it's like, you know, you really never know what you're going to get. It's kind of like a crapshoot, you know, from LFG sites, you know. Um, put up a post, like, know what to, you know. I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't usually don't do that, you know, like, know what to do. I usually right. just, like, need one, chill, run, can't explain, you know, stuff like that. You, you sure, sure. get a lot more quality of candidates from just saying, like, know what to do. Must have this amount of clears, you know, must have these weapons. Because you're setting yourself up for, you know, one you being elitist. Two, you're gonna get an elitist, <laughs> and, and you're gonna be fucked. it ain't gonna right. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa. You know they might come in and say whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys using what? Because you get no, too much clashing the, at that point. Then exactly. you got people looking for the cheese. Right. Someone wants to mm-hmm. run the shit. And it's like I just wanted you to come here and follow my orders, but now you out here thinking yes. you the motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. So you know that, that's how it's gonna be the mixed bag that you get. You know, so I always lean closer or lean very far to like being the the nicer. Um, person, you know, more welcoming, and you know, you'll get a lot more. Like, cause some people that come, like, look, man, like, I have like an idea of what to do, but like, mm. if y'all could break it down for me, um, that would be more helpful. Like, I would much rather help those people than like, right. you know, people coming in like inspecting my load. I was telling me how to mid match, mm. you know. What I'm, saying? I'm just like, bruh, no, sir, I'm not, I'm not doing that, you know. But, um, raids are raids are a, a good time, you know, that quintessential. Uh, in-game content. Yeah, I want to be right there with you. I want to be that kind of guy that comes in and I just need a little bit of assistance. I don't need all, all, all the assistance, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited to play some King's Fall and get the weapons, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but I'm on the Destiny grind as well, just doing more than normal <laughs> normal everyday stuff in the season of plunder I, I i hopped from my warlock to my titan last season because the titan had a way better build um i was so tired of throwing fusion still got a better one yeah well well as far as the arc goes i'm finding that that new titan exotic is not that great but the one for the warlock is pretty good so i've been using the um the that ugly ass fusion rifle and running around with my uh warlock and just like spamming abilities and it's been a good time using a, like a what are they called? The traces, the lightning traces. Mm, yeah, that's ionic the, traces. I ionic traces. Yeah, I get my abilities back. So just been throwing grenades and throwing the little slide melee uppercut thing. And that's what, I've been enjoying it. So that's why I've been at most of my time just playing that. Um, and then I also play a little bit of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which is pretty cool. I got bit by the Dragon Ball bug after me and Jesse went to see uh, Dragon Ball Super colon superhero. It's the uh, Gohan and Piccolo out here getting their shine finally. Go see it, everyone. It's dope as hell. It was um, it was dubbed when we saw it, but they released the sub. Sorry, no, it was sub when we saw it, but they released the dub version, uh, trailer not too long ago. So maybe it's 
Uh, maybe it's dubbed now for the theaters, but I don't know. Either way, go see it. It's a really good time. Um, but other than that, though, finally played some Last of Us Part 1. Uh, that's some pretty fun. Not that far just yet. Uh, still getting <laughs> still getting to the beginning of it. Uh, but it's a good time. It's been getting a lot of heat, obviously, because people are upset that this game has been remastered twice now and it's less than 10 year existence. But I don't care. I want to play it. It's a beautiful game. I have a good time with it. Um, and it's got me back in that Naughty Dog feel, which I haven't been in a while. So uh, looking forward to completing that. Uh, also been playing a little Fortnite, the whole Dragon Ball situation. Fortnite's been dope, but Wars, we have to, if you have a little time after we finish recording, we got to go and play this Javelin map because this this synergy with Fortnite and Destiny is something that we all need, but we never know, never knew that we wanted. So uh, we got to check that out definitely after we finish doing our business here. All right, I'm down with. Mm-hmm. I can I, I can squeeze in a few before bedtime. Okay, for the bedtime, right? Yeah, we all yeah. we got to have a bedtime. So yeah, but yeah, we got a pretty good show for you guys today. Uh, a couple big topics. Um, as I said before, gonna discuss the PS5 price increase. We're gonna discuss the Destiny Lightfall um expansion preview, and then we got a you know a few extra topics here on the second half of the show. But first off, before we get into that, we're gonna do a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, Wars, this happened. Uh, like a week or two ago, but did you see that EA is selling FIFA for what is about six cents USD? Now, let me take you through what happened. Uh, essentially, uh, FIFA, or rather EA, put up the FIFA pre-order for FIFA 2023 on the Epic Game Store in India, and I think they fucked up a comma. Uh, they put a decimal instead of a comma, so it made it like like four point something something whatever uh, uh, rupees i think is what the indian currency is that translates to about six cents usd and people bought it they pre-ordered it and they got it locked in and ea in the most surprising news of all is going to honor um honor that fucking foul up on their part which is pretty cool to see um so yeah warriors what do you think you out here getting a good win uh in their own mistake and selling fifa uh at a very 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 low cost i don't know i mean i i'm I feel like there might have been like eight people or something that it might you have happened to. You think like it was only a few people? people? Yeah, it had to be because it was like a. I guarantee you, if a hundred thousand copies of FIFA <laughs> was bought for pennies on a dollar, <laughs> EA would be livid and would find a way to charge you right the full term. But I mean, you know, I mean, it's not like they hurting for money. So like, what well, does it even matter? It's just like, oh, okay, cool, man, whatever. Keep your keep your little funky game. We copy and paste it from last year, sucker. <laughs> exactly. You know? Well, yeah. that's so, that's so funny too because it gives them good PR without having to do too much. And I would love to know because right. we don't have the numbers for how many people um actually got the 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 copy at six cents. You know, four point eight zero rupees. Um. So yeah, it could be insignificant or it could be significant. Either way, yeah, EA gets to come out here like they're the quote unquote good guys as it were exactly they'll take it they'll take any win they can i guess yeah like i mean it ain't even a win like the <laughs> motherfucker they motherfucker gonna buy ultimate team points anyway like they're going out of style <laughs> they're probably just laughing like you dumb asses like i did it on purpose <laughs> <laughs> well that's what i was saying too because like yeah they fucked up it was it was set at four point eight zero rupees instead of four comma eight zero zero rupees, which is just really weird that someone did that or like you would think it's just automated, you know? So it is strange how it went down, but 
yeah, kudos to them for at least doing it. I always think about whenever they give free games away or they sell a game for like low copies, like think about the millions of fucking codes that they have that they give to outlets or influences or all that shit like that. I mean, it's a digital game mm, anyway, true. so it's like it's zero cost and like it's a physical game. So uh, this is the PC version. I think I said the Epic Games Store on PC. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're out of pocket a little bit of money, but at the same time, it's all fake anyway. So True. All right, my other housekeeping bit. Um, there was a huge, huge rumor about Amazon potentially buying said EA. Uh, this is going around everywhere last week, blowing up uh, so much so that the stock markets were fluctuating because of this news, and it all turned out to be false. Uh, I believe it was a, a reporter at USA Today who had uh, the claims that this was going to go down, um, but they then retracted their statement when it wasn't, you know, true. Like I think um, folks came out and they said, "No, this is not happening." Um, and yeah, it essentially got debunked. Amazon is not purchasing EA. Uh, so in this strange, strange world that we live in and all these big mergers and acquisitions, we can even get them wrong because, um, you know, you would think it sounds like it's right. And it's weird because just that thought of it moved the markets as it did with the Bethesda deal, as it did with, uh, even the Bungie deal with PlayStation. It's like, um, it's pretty wild to see how just someone's, um, how, how should I say it? Uh, uh, shady reporting gets um gets everything to go a little bit haywire. So uh, it is not happening. No Amazon buying EA. Yeah, Thank- I yeah I read it had a had a retract that article. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, USA did like all right. We gotta we just gotta pull this down. <laughs> I mean, but it, I mean, like I heard EA was like looking to sell that thing anyway. So like, or they look, you know, I mean, they trust me if they do. They do put it over sale. Somebody gonna buy it, you know. Whether mm. it be Microsoft, Apple, Disney, like somebody gonna buy it, and then they'll pay them. They'll pay them what it worth, you know. Microsoft, like if Microsoft buy, it, that'll just be that'll be. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, you want to think? Just think about doom it. Thing right there, boy. <laughs> Motherfuckers come out of woodwork talking sideways, boy. But I mean, it don't even don't matter. You know, they gonna still sell you FIFA Ultimate Team packs. You know, they gonna still make a billion dollars. On the same game mm. for the last six years, uh, it'd be the different you know. one this time because uh, the next FIFA, FIFA twenty twenty three, will be the last FIFA as we know it. As um, oh yeah, that's EA right, moves away from the FIFA license and becomes Yay Football Club. I think is what the yes, name it'll is. It'll have a different name. It'll be the same game. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting. They'll still have the licenses for a lot of things. Excuse me, just not the FIFA license, but many brands, Nike and Adidas and. Uh, the Premier League are all still in bed, as it were, with EA because everyone oh, yeah. and their mother hates FIFA. It's it's kind of wild when you have EA, which is like one of the most hated companies ever, and then you have FIFA, which somehow people hate even more, <laughs> battling it out. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But people love people love uh, football, though. So that's the uh, that's the uh, common ground. They can, you know, they hate EA. They love soccer, mm-hmm. i.e., football. So, like, you know. It's one of the, it's gonna always be the biggest selling game on the planet. Just always. oh yeah, completely. Yeah. So mm. okay. Well, shouts out. Well, that's it for our couple housekeeping things before we get this uh, going. But yeah, words. Unless you have anything else, we're gonna get it going to the news. Nope, nothing on my end, buddy. All right, here we go. Topic number one. 
For the first time ever, a video game console from a major publisher is seeing a post-launch price increase. Jim Ryan relayed the news with words and pricing over on the PlayStation blog. Quote, the global economic environment is challenging that many of you around the world. Oh, sorry. Let me start this over. The global economic environment is a challenge that many of you around the world are no doubt experiencing. We're seeing high global inflation rates as well as adverse currency trends impacting consumers and creating pressure on many industries. Based on these challenging economic conditions, SIE has made the difficult decision to increase the recommended retail price of PS5 in selected markets across Europe, Middle East, and Africa, Asia Pacific, Latin America, as well as Canada. There will be no price increase in the United States. End quote. Even with the requisite backlash and stiff competition from Xbox and Nintendo Switch, or sorry, Nintendo, who have promised not to increase their prices, PlayStation still forecasts itself to hit 18 million units sold by this year's end. At the time of recording, you can purchase a PS5 bundle from P- PlayStation Direct. All right, Warriors, uh, this is pretty wild, man. This is going around everyone. People are freaking out. PS5 is increasing its price in just about every territory but the USA, man. How do you feel about these... Um, these strange, strange times that we're living in. Uh, I mean, you know, on a personal, personal level, like it don't just probably want to fake me too much. You know, I mean, I, I buy, I buy, I have PlayStation Plus, but you know, I, I mean, I buy the first party exclusive, right? But like, I mean, if it's going up, like to me, just rationally, right? It's just a matter of time before they did it. Um, and I'm surprised, like it hasn't happened sooner. Um, because I cannot remember ever paying sixty dollars, like more than sixty for a game, right? I feel like it's been at least like fifteen years that video games have still been like sixty dollars. I don't feel like they've ever went up, but I feel like as the technology has gotten, you know, more advanced, you know, better graphics, better, you know, engineering, you know, especially like live service. I kind of feel like this should have happened years ago, but like. I mean, Sony's a company. Like, their end goal is to make shareholders money, you know. I mean, this is really the end of it, you know. I mean, ain't really nothing like, like, I mean, it, it sucks for the consumer, right? Because they're going to have to pay more, more on the front end for a game. Um, but, I mean, it's I mean, it's just, it's no surprise to me what I'm saying. Like, it's just, it's just a matter of time before this happened. And, you know, PlayStation is the first one to do it. Like, I, I doubt it. Uh, I mean, I doubt, but I'm pretty sure everybody else going to follow suit. Just me, like Nintendo, Microsoft, whoever, except for Steam. I don't know how, I don't know what business model or sorcery <laughs> they got in the audit department. They just sell games for like pennies on a dollar and, you know, turn a profit. I don't understand it, but whatever they're doing over there, you know, it can't be legal. But th- I mean, that's just, that's just reality of it. Um, the way capitalism works. Um, and, you know, they want to get as much bang for their buck you know, from, from the consumer. So it is what it is. Yeah, man, you're right. Um, this generation being, um, PS5, Xbox Series X is the first generation. Yeah. In a long time that's seen the price increase for its actual games. I mean, games are at the 69, 70 buck mark right now. That's like the base game. That's why people were so upset about last of us, right? It's like last of us is a new PS5 game. New, new PS5 games costs $70, right? And that's the first time that's happened, but it's so crazy because, you know, 
Jim Ryan's right here. I mean, no, no one really wants to listen to it, but if they're they're chasing markets that have changed, right? Like because of COVID, because of just their shipping costs, like the money that they've that they've wasted just to get PS5s to people's doorstep is like it's crazy. I don't know if you were looking into it, but just the price of having your stuff on a freighter, the stuff like the space that was normal, you know, during before COVID times was like a certain price, and it's like ten times that now, you know. And so that's what they're trying to do to get these things to people to hit that eighteen million, like they said. Um, yeah, it's weird because the seventy dollar, the ten dollar increase from sixty to seventy was to combat inflation. But you gotta imagine it's not enough already, right? Like if your games have been sixty bucks for, you know, fifteen, twenty years, and then you put them up just then before the pandemic, and the pandemic hits, and the cost of operation just goes down or flips rather, costs so much more than yeah, you're you're completely losing. And it's interesting. It's really interesting that it's doing it or they are doing it around the world and not the U.S. I was kind of. Um, alluding to that a little bit like you don't want to push microsoft because i'm i'm in disagreements with you there since they said it, i'm going to believe them microsoft and and nintendo won't raise their prices at least for right now i'd assume um especially with microsoft having the cheaper console already at the gate in the series x or series s sorry that you were um you have your notes here for um yeah it's they can't play around in the u.s markets and that's kind of where their their focus has been with the ps5 like they are a japanese company but they have put everything over here as far as like their leadership for the ps5 or the playstation brand as it were and they want that to be as strong as so uh they can't they can't charge here more than what it was because people would really flip out like people are flipping out right now but they'll flip out even more if over here it was happening the same way but that also just shows what's happening with the markets and you know wait may want more about this than i do but the u.s dollar right now is is that parity with the euro right it's stronger than it's ever been so something usd is going to hold up while that thing or that um currency overseas or wherever it is won't have its same value so to me at least in the very layman's terms it makes sense that if this thing is worth this here then it has to be worth more here if we're keeping everything equal across the board which is just i don't know man like i i i'm kind of with you too that i get it and it doesn't affect me in that kind of sense so i'm not like too upset about it i get it I, it does stink obviously like it stinks for people overseas that got to pay it but it is a luxury item and luxury items do cost and um that's correct it is uh it is a shame that it has to go up but it is what's happening uh because of the current happenings with the world uh also i have here that sony's being sued overseas for overpriced games uh we won't get into it too much here because i don't really <laughs> i'm not smart enough to break it down right. too much as it is <laughs> but essentially uh they are saying i think it's um in the uk they're saying that sony has a monopoly on um its online marketplace so being um the PlayStation store and saying that it's overcharging for these games and that people should be getting money back because they shouldn't be paying that as much. So it's like anywhere between, I think it's like 50 to a hundred dollars. And then they're multiplying that by so many um, plaintiffs. And that gets up to some kind of crazy number of like $5 billion, right? That's ongoing. Uh, they've been sued. Doesn't mean that they're going to have to even go to court or win but it's happened so just putting that out there that that's something that we'll talk more about as it um as it goes forward so mm. well, what do you think the words do you think um ah, let me see if i can phrase this even though it's not going up in the u.s um sony does have a track record for having expensive consoles that was the whole ps4 
three debacle, you know, it was like $600 and they had that, the famous thing where they're like, well, you just get a second job if you want to play the game. Do you think that given the consoles are pretty much at parity right now, I think new reports came out that the PS5 has sold like half a million more than the Xbox as we, as, as of now, um, 2022, do you think that this news is going to sway uh the u.s purchasers to flock towards the xbox or even overseas flock towards the xbox no oh interesting like, okay okay no it, it ain't because i mean like sony's like you know they always got that they got that worldwide presence right yeah they probably sold a million more but like that's worldwide you know what i'm saying like they gonna always have that so like i mean Eventually, yeah, maybe Xbox. They might, you know. I, I doubt it though. Like, I doubt if Microsoft was gonna break the trend of, you know, you know, being overseas, just being like and like dominating. Like, I mean, it's really only what it's like a three horse race. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony. Like, they all make billions of dollars. Like, you just arguing semantics, right? At at this point, yeah, I think, um, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like. And like, because I can't like speak for like other people, right? Like I know personally, I'm the outlier in the situation. Got a PlayStation, got an Xbox, got a Nintendo Switch. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I am fortunate enough, right, to not be like, uh, to you know, have to like, I'm trying to say the right, make sure I choose the right word. Um, I can have that as like. And it's like an extra, some extra that I can buy for myself, right? Yeah, it's, it's a luxury. Like, it's, it's not right? a necessity. It's a luxury that I can afford, right? Yeah. It's like, so, like me, it, it me is not going to affect, but your every normal, regular consumer, it'll probably hit them a little bit harder because, you know, especially with, you know, kids trying to, like, reason with their parents as to why they need this new game and then. They'd be like, well, this, we this game is, right? Exactly. Yeah, we all been there. Please, please, mom, please. You know, you're looking at a game that's, what, 70 or 80 versus, you know, something that was 60, you know, especially now the way, you know, people have to budget, you know, have to make every dollar, you know, stretch as far as it can go, you know. But um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just a matter of time before, like, before they do it in the United States. So I was just, people probably should really just be prepared for it. Oh yeah, I mean you you're you're right. So they did Nintendo and Xbox both came out and said that they weren't going to raise their prices. But yep. I'm saying that Sony kind of did, and not necessarily because of these things don't happen overnight. But uh, we just saw uh, Facebook Meta uh, their Oculus Quest went up like a hundred bucks. Like it went from like two. Yeah, but have you seen that garbage? I've seen that garbage words, but that's still that's like it's it just it's funny to me because that's um that's like a normal people item. I feel like that's game- crazy. I feel yeah, I feel like game consoles are like not necessarily not normal people, but that's like a hardcore, but something that has the Facebook branding on, even though it's called meta now, like that bullshit, but something that has Facebook branding on that's for the even more normal people than like or your regular everyday people. And for them to raise the price of something like that is like that's pretty crazy to me. So um yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't see uh in this economy, I don't see it not happening again, even though they said it's not gonna happen. Someplace around the line, you know, you're right. Like things just aren't going to cost like what they used to. So, which is but strange. Have you seen that garbage? The Oculus? Yeah, I've seen it. I haven't played it. I haven't seen it though. Okay. I mean, like, have you seen like images of what, like, like, like what it's supposed to be? 
Well, you talking about the gameplay of the actual games itself? It's not great. It's like a, it's like a picture of like <laughs> Marcus Zuckerberg talking about like the Eiffel Tower in the background, bro. It looked like it was so bad. Like, yeah. there's no way I would pay for that, bro. <laughs> I played, um, man, which one is it? Is I guess it had been the Quest Two. Uh, a buddy of mine had the Quest Two, which I think is the same one. Um, and actually, it was pretty sweet. It's not great, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like the best thing ever. <laughs> compared to what we're playing on the playstation but as far as like being inside a thing i mean it, it did its job that that yeah, is interesting <laughs> that is interesting because you're talking <laughs> shit but this is going to be good for sony because um from what we're hearing about the psvr2 it's going to blow this shit out the water um and rightfully so because this is a standalone unit uh the psvr2 will be connected to the ps5 which is essentially a high-end pc at this point um so they're really touting as the um one of the best VR experiences up there, up there with the Valve I'm, Index. Like, who, I'm just like, have I just missed the boat where VR is just the thing? Well, yeah, I mean, you have, but not like by much. I think it's more of a, um, you know how kind of when the Wii, like everyone had the Wii. VR is obviously Man, not Man, the Wii there. was busting, bro. What are you talking about? You're completely right. But here's, listen <laughs> to me, here's the simile, though. The simile is like this this thing that brought people into it that didn't really care about video games, right? Like everyone played Wii Sports, right? You know, it wasn't very yes. hard to explain. Um, obviously, VR isn't there yet as far as its um, its penetration, but it's still novel in that. Because you fucking remember, we had the VR cardboard for the Google. You could just put your phone in there. The Samsung thing had a VR unit. I don't back remember that. You said what? I I don't remember that. I ain't oh. had no cardboard, no Samsung. Oh my god, this was man. This had to have been. I think this was twenty sixteen. This shit was everywhere. Yeah, you had the little, the cardboard piece for the Google phones, and you had Samsung have their own VR unit. And so it was being marketed to people in a very casual way. And I was like, hey, walk through this forest and see this dinosaur or whatever it was. And people really kind of draw, uh, drew, drew, got drawn to it. Uh, and so f- Facebook is presenting, you know, Meta, the Meta world. They're fucking what is it called? Uh, D place. Sounds some. Uh, Sounds like some Candy Crush shit. Man. Not Candy Crush. Excuse me. Um, What's the life simulator? Half life, not half life. EverQuest. Oh, half life. Um, what the fuck is it? Second life, second life, whatever mm. kind of bullshit. So <sighs> that's what they're selling. Um, some people are buying it, not to the extent that they want it to, but it is a beginning of something. And you're not right. It. I'm not buying. Yeah, yeah, you're probably not. I'm here for VR two though. PSVR two. Can't wait. Well, if you t- you listen. I wait for the review to come out. You tell me. I- I'll get, I'll have a review for you. You be the first no. one to get it. How about that? I, pr- I appreciate that. I got you picked up. Number two. <laughs> After much anticipation and tease dating back to years, we finally have full reveal of Destiny's next big expansion. Dubbed Lightfall, players can mark their calendars for February 28th, 2023 release date. Bungie's press release describes um, the game as follows. Quote, Lightfall is a penultimate chapter of Destiny 2's Light and Darkness saga and continues the epic story that has been almost 10 years in the making. 
ellipses. In Lightfall, players will face Callus, the malevolent former emperor of the Cabal, who has returned to our solar system alongside the Pyramid Fleet as a disciple of the Witness, the cosmic nemesis that was first introduced in Destiny 2, the Witch Queen. Using abilities granted from a brand new subclass strand, Guardians will explore a new destination, Neptune's gleaming megacity of <laughs> Neomuna, which is under attack from Callus's mysterious and deadly Shadow Legion. Lightfall can now be pre-ordered in three different flavors, including a collector's editions that features the Strangers Ghost Ship. All right, Warriors, Lightfall, man. We got the big tease out here. Uh, this is Bungie's event uh, a couple days back. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, what do you think? Talk to me about Lightfall. I mean, I'm going to buy it, right? Whether it's good or bad, that's not even the question. But I just remember when they first started, you know, presenting it to everybody. It was just like the the cover art they had was just like so like dark and just like ominous, right? Like light fall with a pyramid on there, and it's just like just dark, great, you know, like lifeless, right? But then when they had this 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 showcase, it was like a complete one eighty, <laughs> right? It's just like so like it's just like cyberpunk, like. On a city, on a planet that nobody, nobody has seen <laughs> in the entirety of playing this game. No one's like, yo, what are they doing over there? Is Are those people? Yo. And, but like, no, like none of us, you know, from the Vanguard, from the Scouts, nobody found a planet with like human life on it, living a much better life. Because like every setting in Destiny is just like, run down ass building just like everything just blown the fuck up and these motherfuckers just over here thriving and granted it does look tight i'm kind of excited about it either either direction it went i would i would have been on board but it, it just like just looking at it the the, <laughs> the first like trailer just like bro what the fuck is going on <laughs> it's like at so, first i was gonna be like a destiny cyberpunk crossovers and I was like okay alright they gonna bring some. I was like I don't know if it's a good idea but it just kept going and it's a whole it's like a whole thing man so it should be tight I I'm, I mean they the storytelling and Destiny has been like you know top notch like the last couple of years so I think I'll wait to pass judgment you know until they uh, until they release it but it, it, I don't know. It just it was just super, just like not not the vibe I I had. Like I was anticipating, uh, and then when they showed it, I was just kind of like, I mean, it was tight. And like I love those dudes they have on there. Like those dudes, like are like so into it, man. Just like what they explain, Fucking like nerds they, they living their right, best life out here, right? Exactly. <laughs> things they want to do, the things they want to experiment with, like what they the thought process behind. It. Like man, like these dudes, these people like really care. Um, so that, that's like always always good to see, but. Uh, you know, and Callus, you know, returning dude. You know what I mean? I guess not returning. Technically, we didn't kill him the first time through just a robot, but, but yeah, we'll we see. haven't seen Callus like this. There's a shot yeah. of him like in a pool or some bullshit, and he's looking gross as hell. We've yeah. never seen so, him in that 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 yeah. light, I guess. So he should be. I think he's a witness. I mean, I think he's a disciple of the witness now. So gotcha. Like my boy R Hulk. Oh, your boy Rolk out here. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, it's interesting uh, you say that because I pulled it up. I pulled up um, Destiny 2 Lightfall original reveal, and you're completely right. Uh, I'm just looking mm-hmm. at w- the first thing I saw, <laughs> and I'm going to try to describe it to the audience the best I can. Essentially, if you ever played Destiny, when you start it up, you get that that splash screen that is the season. So right now we're in the Witch Queen season, and so it has the Witch Queen. It's like a dark background, and it has in the center of it the Witch Queen sigil. Uh, for the one before that, Beyond Light, which is a new expansion for bringing everyone into the game essentially the new people it was just a big circle which was essentially the traveler and then from that it was like emanating light so if that makes sense so we got the beyond light big light bubble everything's blue we got the witch queen dark and green with the witch queen sigil and then for lightfall originally what wars is describing it's just grayscale it's the traveler and in front of the traveler is a pyramid ship and that's all just like i said black and white so (laughs) very different from the neon pinks and greens (laughs) of the Very lightfall different vibes which we talked about which you talked about whereas on the day of the lightfall um the lightfall font is a very similar to the light years font for uh the it new buzz very, movie yes <laughs> so yeah with all that with all that out the way i suppose yeah they did definitely take a different direction but um you know i guess that's kind of cool i'm more into it just because um of how different it is i guess i think you're into it as well but you're just a little bit you're kind of just shocked by what you were seeing compared to what you were expecting uh, yeah. i love cyberpunk that's my favorite genre so i'm here for it um yeah i love the the i love the idea of playing in a city i really want to play in the last city but i guess that would be too dangerous i feel like for bungie to destroy the last city. i mean they've done it a little bit in in the red war which we can't go back to uh but uh i like the idea of taking a new city nope. to someplace else and we can blow that shit up the, the pieces if we want to uh all the strand stuff looks pretty cool the warlock is it's doing weird warlock shit i guess i like that everyone's spider-man uh with their um with their grapple hooks that i think the grapple hooks like grapple onto some dimension in the background or some bullshit so you just swing around the map which is pretty cool um the warlock does have a sweet ninja turtles head wrap thingy on there um and yeah overall i mean i'm here for it destiny 2 plus cyberpunk that's what you texted me and i'm like hey i don't fucking care like i'm here for that so uh yeah that's the big story purpose um but along with all that we're going to have new uh, quality life improvements so i got a few of them listed out for us we're going to have guardian ranks which is essentially rep system for new players uh and those who help others so uh, i think it's just going to show you well, sorry people can give you a rating for how helpful you are uh, in your games uh, we'll finally finally have a modded loadout manager uh they're going to get commendations which shows your experience so where's your accommodation will be massive since you've put in eighty-five thousand hours into destiny uh, we're finally going to get an lfg fire team finder we talked about that a little bit um lfg or destiny lfg is a separate app that people use but now this will be built into the game uh and then no more expansion sunsetting so yeah whereas any of these um big new changes you want to tackle first as we discuss uh the next phase of destiny 2 uh yeah man i like the um the mod and loadout manager i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to that uh you know instead of having to open like a different you know app and it, was, it works seamlessly so i have no issues with but like not everybody has like a pc you know right next to a you know xbox or playstation Dim so, works surprisingly well on the app too, or yeah, on the, it, um, yeah, the app really, mm-hmm, using on too. the phone. Mm-hmm. It's like, but it's like it's much better on desktop. Um, but like, I mean, it's, it'd be like great, right? To like just set up the way you want to play, like, like PvP, you know, and just have them put all your mods mm-hmm. on, put all your guns on. You don't got to worry about none of the other stuff. So I mean, that's gonna be good for co- console people. 
um, commendations. Where I, I kind of thought it was just being like Overwatch, right? Um, like after like a game, you can like endorse somebody, but I'm not sure how that would work. Cause I could kind of feel like people would only try to like play with people to get endorsements, right? You know, like only play with like experienced people. But I think part of it is you have to play with new people as well. So I'm not 100% sure. Um, the LFG Finder is going to be wonderful for a lot of people. Um, one thing you really need a microphone for is a raid. Like the, any any other content in the game, you don't need a microphone for. Um, you know, Grandmaster, as long as you got the right mods, as long as you're shooting enemies at the same time. You don't you don't have to have that crucible. Yeah, sure. It's good. It's, good. it's easier communicating with people on your fire team you know, in a PVP environment, but, you know, if you, you don't really need that. But, I mean, all of these are going to, all these are good. Granted, they, these should have been in the game a long ass time lying. ago. <laughs> like, a long fucking time ago. Like, I don't even like, you know, I just don't understand how, I mean, granted, I'm not in like the engineering or like the programming. No. Side of this game been out since 2014. But, <laughs> yeah. But like me, personally, you know, I was, you know, whatever, you know, Bungie, creative lead, you know, I would be like, yo, we need to see, we, whatever, whoever making this damn thing, either bring them in here or y'all need mm-hmm. to steal this idea. I don't know, you know, go to the pay, web page, you know, see what the code look like, but I need y'all to get that in the game ASAP. Like Apple do it, they do it faster, they do it like, like nobody business. Like, they love for you to jailbreak phone. I don't care what nobody say. That way you can get all the extra shit, and then they're like, "Oh, this is what y'all really want?" They just put it in. They just put mm-hmm. it in the damn phone. It's crowdsourced like, essentially. It, yeah, that's exactly, and it's free. So, like me, I would have been stole all this shit, man. So, I mean, but it, it's gonna be good, you know. I'm gonna say by the time they get it, you know, because I feel like Destiny Two should be coming at the end of its life cycle after life fall, you know, and that should be Destiny Three or whatever after that. Because I feel like I do feel like. That um, what's the name of the planet? Neo Moon. Is that what Neo Moon? Yep. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a new IP or something though. Or oh. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like it's gonna be something because like that that like style and whatever it is that they're doing there, that could be its own thing. I feel mm. like I feel like I feel like Bungie is working on that, and it's got the Sony thing too. So uh, I feel like they should they work on like some production somewhere. But I think it's gonna be its own IP, like maybe like another first person shooter where you play as like. I don't know the hell. They, I forgot the name of the dudes, but yeah, sorry, I didn't it'll come, write it it'll come down back here. Too. But um, the new people, Destiny, yeah, they're the new. They're like guardians, but not guardians. I forgot. Yeah, it's I like reverse. Name. It's like you choose to be a guardian, but like you significantly shorten your lifespan or something because you like protecting the people, you know. So, which is kind of cool, you know. But like, because it's like the opposite, right? Of guardians were like you chosen at random, but like you're giving immortality, you know. So right, well, I guess as long as your ghost is alive, you have immortality. Yeah, no, I'm but, excited for all those changes as well. Uh, like you said, I mean, just be. I love doing everything in the game. I don't want to go to some other client to do my shit. Like, just let me do cloud striders. Cloud charters, thank you. I was looking for it, but you found it. For me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they look cool as hell too. Like they look yeah. fucking dope. Um, I'm probably gonna use one of the key art pictures from that reveal as our um as our um as our key art for this episode actually. Um nice. So, uh shouts out to that. But yeah, no, it looks really good. That's really interesting. The new moon of thing being the new the new um 
the new content. They said they're working on the third person uh, game, I believe, but there could be a first person game in there as well. Just because they're so big now, working on multiple things. But uh, it is funny. It is funny because if we remember back to Halo ODST, um, had the uh, Traveler. And it just said believe or some shit like that. That was like a poster that was in the game and True. no one knew what that was. So that was the the tease for the the game um after Halo. So yeah, surely if it's not New Muna, I would bet that whatever the next game has been teased or will be teased in Destiny someplace. We just gotta find it. But much bigger game than Halo, so what might be near impossible, uh, to be completely honest with you. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Um uh, there's a new exotic that's with the pre-order as well that I want to play, but I don't want to pay hundred bucks right now, so I'll wait a little. It's been disabled in a way, so. Oh, did it disable it? What was wrong? Yep. Was it the grenade launcher that, that was freaking I don't out? Know. Yep, something is breaking the game, so they disabled it. Been disabled for maybe all of about three days. Ah, uh, I would. Now they're since pretty good. Even started. They're pretty good about bringing things back because they disabled a lot of stuff whenever it launched a couple weeks back. But I'd be fucking pissed, man! A hundred bucks to play with that gun and exactly then take it out the game. Yeah, I would be like, bro, I don't care what this gun is doing. Y'all need to let me use it. Yeah, that's wild, huh? Yeah, I didn't know yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll be here uh, February twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. Hopefully, it sticks to that date, and that'd be beginning beginning of the last season, and yeah, or the last uh, expansion. The whole expansion will come with its own um, annual pass, which will be seasons or yeah, you know, different events that happen throughout the year. And then, yeah, we'll see what's coming next for Destiny 3 or Destiny 2. I really hope that they keep with it, but I don't know. I'm thinking that I originally didn't think there was going to be a Destiny 3 for us, but with them not sunsetting expansions makes me think that they're going to let this game get to a a size and then cut it off after that because they wouldn't be able to just leave Mm. it always blowing up, if that makes any sense. Because right now the download is 100 gigabytes, so... I would say we get another 100 gigabytes for all of next year. We get to 200 and then they just make a new game, which is a weird thing to pull from. But it kind of makes sense because you don't want your game to be completely bloated. I mean, Call of Duty Vanguard plus Warzone is like 250 gigabytes. And it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't think Bungie wants to go down that route. So, yeah, no, they, make, they, want to they may kick it out after Beyond Light to a new game. And what if it... <laughs> I don't want to get too far into speculation here, but what if it changes completely? I don't think they can get away with being a first-person game, but I could see them doing some bullshit like that. Like, they just, like, change it up because, I mean, Bungie, they changed from Halo to this. They wanted to make something different. I could see them just doing something, I don't know, just completely different. They've been at this since 2014. That would bring us, yeah, the 10-year journey, and then it'd be over with. So, I don't know. Do you want to play Destiny forever, or do you want to play something new from your favorite first-person shooter creators out there? Probably something new. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. See, I mean, there's only so much loot you can gather, right? Like, I probably think I'll be spending my time on Destiny. So, I feel like, it's, you know, it's as, as, as bad as I think it would be, or as weird as I think that's counterproductive, like you have a product, you should just keep squeezing. I feel like the hardcore might be with you. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, they, I, I trust Bungie. I trust Bungie to take me on a journey. And so, whatever they have next, and yeah, I'm down for it. So, yeah, if they right. knock it out the park with this last expansion and then go on from there, then I'm I would be satiated. Oh yeah, I mean people still play this game for next for next I don't know however long anyway. Mm. So. Hopefully by then they can fix PvP. Even though I do like PvP, uh, let me see if I can get it right. See if I can get it right for the nerds. Mm-hmm. SBMM. 
There you go. That's right. SBMM. That's right. <laughs> I, I do like SBMM because after I, I played three or four more games today before you got on, and I'm still at like a plus, I mean, like a two point something KDA. I've been okay. having some good Let's matches go. out here. So here for Let's it. Let's go. Big time. Big time. Big time, Timmy Jim. All right. Uh, <laughs> we look forward to more Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Let's go. I mean, like this thing, right? With PvP, man, if you're going. You're gonna make the game. Can't see me doing this, but I'm doing quotation competitive, right? I can hear it. Then you gotta add, right? Skill based matchmaking. Mm -hmm. You just you did that. You gotta add a ranking system. Mm -hmm. You have to add dedicated servers, and you have to add like some type of like rank based rewards, incentives, incentives to give people something to continually get destroyed (laughs) or destroy every day, right? (laughs) But like if if you just like it's 2022, right? There's no way you can have skill based matchmaking making on a P2P connection system, right? It just don't make sense. Is it really still peer to peer? That's crazy. It's peer to peer in 2022. That's why them connections be so laggy, man. Poo poo, hmm. man. You can't. It just you can't make it competitive that way. It, it don't make sense. I feel like I've gotten super lucky because I usually don't have my only problem with Destiny are the. Um, the chimp to whatever it is, the the giraffe, like Destiny serves itself breaking down. I was having that problem last night. We were watching TV and I just wanted to do some grinding without having to pay too much attention to a game, but it just kept lagging out and kicking me out. And I was like, this sucks. But I've never had a a multiplayer match be that freezing. That was independent from those server issues, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like the thing is like I can't sit here and say I'm an engineer, right? I like do they probably do it the way they do it because it works better. Granted, because it's a PvE and a PvP game. Mm-hmm. More than likely it works that way because of the PvE aspect, you know, loading everybody into one instance. You know, it probably just works better that way. Less strain on the system. I'm not sure. I wouldn't, you know, I can't sit here and say, you know, these dummies need to do this, but like like if you want the PvP thing to be, you know, competitive you just gotta you just gotta have pvp done be done like you know differently granted i'm not a hardcore pvp sweat you know i've got a pinnacle weapon sure but I, am i gonna you know grind that sh- shit out every day no sir not me you have gone flawless and you're like one season away from from i've done untouchable. that untouchable that's true but I, unbroken unbreakable but i'm i just ain't got the patience for that especially mm-hmm. not now just i can't one day, one day, will you get you in there? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Doubt it. We'll get you there. All right, next up, a uh, couple more one hitters before we get out of here. Um, War has the Dual Sense Edge, Sony's new uh, pro style controller coming straight from them. This was announced the other day, coming from the PlayStation blog. It looks beautiful. Uh, it's got. Um, paddles in the back. It's got the the the, the thumbsticks you can take off. Um, it looks pretty sweet, man. There's no price yet, no release date, but um, they are showing it off, and I need one. Uh, I am a, a, a big user of the Xbox Elite controller. I had the first one, and then the Elite Series Two. Uh, this looks beautiful, man. I, mean, I love the Dual Sense. Uh, it's a great controller. It has the haptic uh, feedback, and then it has the um, adaptive triggers. Uh, this will have all those things with the trigger stops as well. Like I said before, uh, you'll be able to map uh, some buttons in the back of it. Um, and it looks pretty sweet. It's going to come in a nice 
uh, case that you can plug up to take power as well. So yeah, what do you think about the PS5's new Elite controller? And is it something that interests you at all? Yo, I think this might be one of the tightest things. Well, I don't give a damn about this. <laughs> I love the fake. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. No, for I already got a controller for my PlayStation. It's probably got a lot of dust on it now, but I, I don't need this. Yeah, all it's the nerds who want it. Go ahead and get it. I don't care though. Did you ever get the? You got the Elite controller for your Xbox though, yeah. So you are yes, in that for my are, Xbox, right? You're in that realm, but just not for PlayStation, essentially. Correct. I don't play like I'm do multi. I only use like like you know, multiplayer, and like I don't really play multiplayer stuff on my PlayStation. I do gotcha. on my Xbox. So when you use the Xbox Elite, do you put the trigger stops down to the shortest uh, actuation so you get the faster shots and everything? No, I put I put my slide mechanic on my um on my paddles on the back. Oh my god! So like, I so... never so so I never had to like move move my thumbs off of it. I'm just like you know <sighs> run slide run slide you know. Yeah, I I I've always hated the stick clicks. I hate L three and R three. Yeah. So I, I hate it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like that's like what destroys controllers because you're jamming mm-hmm. this thing into the thing. So whenever I can take it off, I do. So yeah, for my left trigger, because I don't use the two triggers on the Xbox. I don't use all four. Yeah. I don't think I think this is only gonna have two paddles, not four paddles. But I think two is yeah, fine. Yeah, I got two on. Um, yeah. but, but I use the left paddle for my slide, and then I use or sorry, mm-hmm. I use my left paddle for my turbo, my run, and then you're right, my right paddle for my slide for my B button. So I'm yep. the exact same setup, and it's it's yep. brilliant. So I'm happy to be able to do that. Well, see, and like I have, I think I have, I have a jump, I have a jump as well. So like, mm. anytime I'm like in like a gunfight, I never have to move my my like my right thumbstick off to like press a or b right you know, like slide or jump like it's it's like always like engaged you know so yeah that's just brilliant it's much of a bigger advantage but you know it feel like it is i feel like whenever i got the elite control that was when um gears of war <laughs> speaking of remakes ultimate edition came out man so long ago and i was i really felt like i could not play that game because gears away those are some sweaty motherfuckers right and oh I'm yeah always bad at the yeah. game anyway but i felt like i couldn't even touch them unless i had an elite controller i put the triggers down at the, at the quickest actuation and i was i was getting it with my nasher out here it was good times not the ganasher the ganasher so yeah this is cool i uh, hope it's not $250. <laughs> we'll see the Elite Series uh, 2 controller for the Xbox is $179.99, I believe. So we can expect uh, this thing to be hopefully no more than $200, but at the most $200. And that's a lot of money for a controller, but... Yeah, it's like 160 I think, for the Elite. Yeah, yeah. I think it's on a little bit of a sale, so... Yeah, as long as it's in that range, 150 to 200 I think we'd be, we should be okay. But Sony is clearly out of pocket these days so who knows yeah yeah who knows (laughs) um gamestop employee wages have increased quote the new model which goes into effect next month provides every store leader a team a time-based equity grant of twenty twenty one thousand dollars vesting over three years and the opportunity to earn additional compensation every quarter by hitting goals for performance-based equity grants what do you think whereas gamestop employers are getting some more money out of here this is good. This is good for them. I'm telling you, watch this game. It's going to be one of the most profitable motherfucking companies by the end of the year. Watch. They're going to be up in there, man, selling everybody that goddamn pre order. They ain't never going to come and get. You know, they're going to be pretty. <laughs> hey, they ain't going to let you leave out there. You're going to come in there for uh, old bustle <laughs> control. You're going to get a uh, GameStop reward pass. I'm telling you, they, they do about to be. See, man, it, when you get people an incentive to sell stuff, they they sell it. Right. 
instead of just saying, all right, y'all, come in, minimum wage, you got to get a certain amount of um, pre-orders, and we're not going to reward you for it. Like, bro, I'm going to give you $7 of work an hour, no more, no less. That's what you're going to get. But if you're telling me, you're going to incentivize me, and I can come away with a bonus, I okay, yes, sir. Hey, what you coming here for? Hey, bro, you going to bring your kid in there? I think I'm talking to you. I'm talking to the kid. Nope. I'm talking to this kid. I'm saying, <laughs> listen, Jimmy, bro, you see this new game that came out? Hey, you see, hey, five out for the pre-order, man. This your mom or dad can pay on it every month, so it's paid off. Man, I'm finna, I'm finna finesse these food, bro. I'm telling you, GameStop about to be, about to be, they about to be, no pun intended, in the game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I I go to GameStop way more than I should because I don't play physical games, but I love I love their little tchotchkes, their little um their toys, and I just like walking little, around and touching shit. Yeah. But I've never been more harassed in my life over a thing that I know a lot about than fucking GameStop. Like they're always like, oh, you want to pre-order Far Cry? I, was like, I haven't played Far Cry since Far Cry 3. Please leave me alone, sir. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like it's fine. They, they bother you now and they getting no incentives. Imagine when they do get an incentive. I might have to not go in again. I exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny as hell. Well, yeah, that's good for them. Um, GameStop gets a lot of shit, but they're making a good move. So power to the players. Uh, Death Stranding is currently now on Game Pass. And Kojima <laughs> is getting a podcast talking about being Kojima. Uh, so, yeah, Warriors, one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, Death Stranding, a PlayStation console exclusive still. Uh, the PC version is coming to Game Pass. Now, this is a little weird turning heads, but 505 Games um, is responsible for the PS or sorry, for the PC version of Death Stranding, which is what we're thinking. They or just we're thinking how at this deal will be able to happen. Game Pass came to them and said, hey, we'll give you X amount of money and then you can put this on Game Pass. Now, it is a little weird. It's a little weird because while this has nothing to do with sony proper it is you would think that there's some kind of there there would be a a straining of a relationship between sony and 505 games if they were to do this with their blessing which makes me think that there is some kind of backdoor understanding between 505 and sony that let this be okay kojima is in works with xbox to make a new project we don't think it's going to be Death Stranding 2. We think it's going to be something else. But uh, there is some kind of working relationship with them, obviously. And then so by extension, I think that means they're all playing nice. If you remember way, way back when, I think I reported this twice now, um, Xbox and uh, Microsoft or Xbox and uh, PlayStation went into an agreement to work on cloud gaming technologies. Um, and I think between that Kojima <laughs> and this weird port of a PC version of their game made this all happen in some kind of some kind of roundabout way. Juarez, Death Stranding yeah. is now free for you and on a console that you prefer. Are you going to go back and play the greatest game that Kojima has made since Metal Gear Solid 3? Man, I'm not playing this game even if it is free. <laughs> I got the game on PlayStation. I didn't play it. I'm not going to play it if it's free. This it's so not- good. It's just not my no, it's not. This game is god awful. It is so bad. <laughs> like I'm I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if if Cliff Blazinski had made this game, he would mm-hmm. not get as much clout as oh, Helio, that's, bro. That's, that's the only re- that's the only reason why he gets this clout is because his name's sake, you know. <laughs> 
Cliffy B's a big name too. Then now don't play. Don't act like Cliffy okay. B's like fucking I, nobody. I, he he is. But I'm saying though, <laughs> he had to done it. I'm telling you, it would not have been as well received. Uh, the Kojima effect is real, but I think even beyond the hype, this game is deserving of its plaudits. Uh, it was decisive even in its release. Let me see. Actually, let me just do a quick check to make sure. Yeah, look it up. Stranding Metacritic. I think it's in the 80s on the Metacritic. Yeah, 82. Or, so it's not like overly rated or anything. And the audience score is 73. So the 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 reviewers gave it more love the audience score didn't really like it but i think both of them are wrong because it's a nine to ten so play death stranding it's on game pass <laughs> pc don't play uh, it uh please don't please play please it. it's a fucking Just let great game, game. Die. it's weird as shit man it's so weird as shit it's uh weird and as far as the Kojima podcast coming out, I think it's like two days from coming out now, which I'm super excited about. I love Kojima. Uh, he speaks Japanese, though, so um, it's kind of a language barrier there. <laughs> but this would be cool because he's going to be interviewing people around the industry and just talking about uh, essentially his process and how he comes up with this stuff. It's cool because he's a pretty, um, I guess, like a normal dude. Like, I mean, I guess everyone's normal, but he he's a he's um he devours entertainment like he loves movies. He loves uh, uh books i would assume in comics and shit like that so you can just tell that he he's a fan you know he's always tweeting or putting pictures above things that he likes and things that he's watching currently so um yeah and that's how he explained his process essentially his process is that he takes in everything from the world then he goes out there and does something and without getting too far down the rabbit hole or up his butt <laughs> he's predicted a lot of things in his work and that's pretty cool and so i'm excited to hear more about that process well, I ain't seen the first Metal Gear walking around nowhere. Oh, my God. All right, worse. If you predicted so much. I ain't seen the first one. <laughs> no first bipedal walking around here. So I ain't seen no cybernetic ninja neither. Metal Gear. Oh, someone, yeah. Um, I don't know if it was, if they were involved. They might have been involved with it, but um, someone gave uh the prosthetic from MGS5, the arm, to someone who um actually needed an arm. So that's pretty cool. So... His stuff is actually out there in the world, whereas why are you talking shit out here? Yeah, he yo, woo. <laughs> All right, last up, uh, the Horizon Netflix show finds its director. Steve Blackman is going to helm the show, uh, and then the production team from The Boys and The Expanse will be assisting. Uh, Steve Blackman was the director on uh, Umbrella Academy, which got three seasons so far, and it's a really good show, also based on... On another property, the Umbrella Academy being a um, comic book graphic novel situation, uh, and then Horizon obviously being the uh, third-person open-world action game from PlayStation. Uh, I was and still am in the line of thinking that these PlayStation adapt adapt adaptations should be more anime in nature, like Castlevania, or even like the um, the, the bomb-ass cyberpunk trailer we got that's coming out in a couple days. Uh, but if it's gonna have to be live action, I think the Steve Blackman dude should be able to get a good job. Should be able to do an okay job because he did such a great job with Umbrella Academy on a way smaller budget, I would assume. Because that show looks good and it's pretty cool, but you can definitely tell the seams as far as like the CGI goes. Everything else is really good, just like the way it looks, but some of the CGI got stretched a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see Aloy out here shooting up some robot dinosaurs. I know you never completed the first game, but do you think you'll check out this show when it comes out to a Netflix near you in the future? Yeah, I'll watch the first episode, you know, see where it go. Just like, I mean, just like the uh, League of Legends one. I watched oh, I got to go episode. back to Arca Arcane or whatever. Right. Is Arcana? Yeah, Arcane. Mm -hmm. 
I watched the first episode, but I just couldn't, you know. I, I mean, I was doing other stuff while I was trying to watch it, you know, mm-hmm. i.e. watching a child, so. We'll, um, <laughs> It'd be like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, that I'll go back to. But I would definitely, because, like, the boys is, like, like probably to me, like, one of the best, mm-hmm. like, superhero IPs out there. Still got to like, watch it and read it. It's that, it's that, I'm t- like, it is, like, worth, I mean, but. You know, it's very graphic in nature, right? Just like, you know, superheroes that they did have powers and they were being like, you know, they fell victim to capitalism, you know, not like Superman who, you know, wants to work on like a reporter salary, you know, but you know, Bruce Wayne already a millionaire, so like he don't need it. But it's it's just so good, you know, it's just like, yo, people, re- I'm telling you, people really would be acting like this just straight up. Just do douche nozzles all the time. Just mean and just like not giving like fuck about collateral damage. It's good though. It's very violent and very gory though. Yeah, I gotta I gotta read it. You sent me the book and then once I read a little bit of it, I'll catch up on the show and see what's happening. I think season three just ended of the boys. Yeah. Season two. Yeah, season three. four. Uh I think it's in production now, so nice. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll see. Uh, speaking of Sony things, uh, the Twisted Metal show has wrapped filming, so we'll get that pretty soon. And then we got the first um, look at uh, The Last of Us the other day with uh, HBO's promo. Um, Pedro Pascal, man, that dude's great because he's the only person who speaks in that trailer. And I don't think he's, he just says like one thing. He says, or no, sorry. Ellie speaks first and he speaks and he says, um, he says like, you don't know loss or something like that. You don't know pain, but he sounds... I don't know if he saw words, but he sounds like Joel. And I did, not, was, I did not see. That was getting me ready. I was like, oh shit, I didn't realize I needed this. Cause I was, I'm like, um, being an MCU fan, you have to, you have to like remove yourself a little bit from like if you know the source material for what they're gonna make, yeah. because MCU just goes, does their own thing, you know. Uh Love and Thunder had nothing to do with the God Butcher proper, but it's still fine. Uh so in that kind of sense, I was prepared to not want to expect Pedro to be like um, Troy Baker's interpretation of Joel, but then I heard his voice and I was like, oh shit, he's getting a little closer than I thought. And that's pretty cool. I mean, you know, and Gore kind of looked like Voldemort. So, you know. Well, that was the reason. Yeah, that was the reason that yeah. they didn't cut off his nose. So, yeah. Feels very good, though. It was very, I, I, I liked it. it was very yeah, good. I liked it a lot, too. It, it wasn't yeah. as dark as I wanted it to be. It was a rom com, which is fine, I guess. But Yeah, fun time. Those fucking goats, man. I laugh way too hard at those goats. Yeah, they had it, bro. We was like, we was just like, screw. We was just like, just laughing. Like, in the theaters, they were talking stupid things. Just scream like that, bro. Whereas no one was laughing in my theater. I thought I was going crazy. Jesse looked at me. She's like, God damn, I know this is going to be a thing. Yeah. It's just like, me and, me and Lauren just like laughing at them ghosts, just screaming on. Like, it was funny, though. It was funny. Good job, Taika. Make like three more Hulks or three more Thor movies. I don't fucking care. Oh, you're a Hulk. Wait, sorry. Have you watched the new episode of um of She Hulk yet or no? The latest one, no. Sorry. Okay. Well, you saw the last one though. And the last one he leaves yeah, yeah, in the Pleasure the Craft though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on the phone and he just like dipped. We might get we, like we might get World War Hulk for real. We might. Or, hey. You know that that would that would be tight. I I would be down for that. Hulk Redemption Art, bring back Crazy Hulk, please. Or was please, it Baby Hulk you know, and Pinot? World War, you know, maybe, you know, get his little, um, what was it? His son, right? It was his, he had a son. 
But didn't Hulk have a son? World <laughs> War Hulk? Or am I thinking about something else? I, have, I, got, I don't know anything about the Hulk, but I'll take your word for Okay. It. Yeah, well, Scar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name was Scar. Son of the Hulk. With two A's. Um, yeah. Two and a, a K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and a K. Yes. <laughs> um, that one. Planet Hulk probably definitely one of my favorite, like, DC, like, animated ones. Um, that's that, That's just so good. Like, it's very, very underrated. Shouts out. Um. Well, yeah. Well, fuck. Let's get out of here. This is a good show. Went a little long, but it's okay because you guys stayed with us and we talked about some good shit. So, uh, Wars. Anything you want to tell the kids before we roll roll about this piece? Um. Nope. Ain't got nothing. He ain't got nothing. Well, yeah. Uh, As I said before, thank you for hanging out. Uh, Give us a like, a rating on your podcast service of choice. Uh, stick with us next week as we come back for some more of your gaming news and informations. Uh, find us on our socials at Oblivious Pod on Instagram and then at Oblivious Pod One on Twitter. Drop us a like, drop us a comment, tell us you love us, tell us we're pretty. Um, yeah, for Juarez, for Craig, who's still holding it down, did not break it all today. For Ray Bands out there somewhere, for Space Daddy, I am Jay. We are Oblivious and we out. Peace. See you. <laughs>